Hello and welcome to today's edition of Your Questions Answered with Father Gruner. We have a question today that goes into the seventh session of the Council of Trent, Canon 13, it has to do with the Mass. According to which, all who claim that approved and received rites of the Catholic Church should be used in the solemn administration of the sacraments may be contemned or without sin or be admitted to the pleasure by the ministers or changed by any pastor of the church into other ones, let him be anathema. So it's basically saying that no pastor of the church, no pastor whosoever has the right to change the right of the church. And he's saying, I understand that this is so, but what about the priest saying the Novus Ordo and should know this canon? Are they too anathema and also the faithful attending the Novus Ordo? So... So, what do we say about that? Well, that, that, I think that that's, a pretty, all, that's a pretty heavy question. So, first of all, I think we have to give some context to our to our viewers. And so, first of all, the Council of Trent uh, had 22 sessions or so. The session that we're talking about is session seven, started on March the third, 1547. And so, there's more than one thing in the session session seven, but one thing they talked about was sacraments in general. So, when we're talking about session seven. Canon 13. We're talking about the session 7, Canon 13 on the sacraments in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're looking for it, because you look in the wrong place, you won't find this canon. I mean, so I looked a little harder as I have to identify it. The section 7 on the sacraments in general, Canon 13. Let us read what that says. If anyone shall say that the received and approved rites of the Catholic Church accustomed to be used, so the received and approved rites. So in other words, they're received, meaning the generation before pass them on to us, and, and we've received them. And okay? not just the generation, too. But, yeah. And the generation before that, and before it's the received rights from the apostles. Yes. Okay, so you're talking about the received and approved rights of the Catholic Church, accustomed to be used in the solemn administration of the sacraments, may be disdained or omitted by ministry without sin and pleasure, or may be changed by any pastor whatsoever. Now, the whatsoever is in the Latin. Okay, so I brought, I brought here, just so you, this text, by the way, is available to anyone who wants to look. Here I have the Denzinger Schomancer that's in Latin, okay, which I'm going to go to in a moment. But here you have the church teaches. I don't know if this is still in print, but it does know. carry it. And it gives you the footnote. It's Canon 13. is 677 in this vision. And it gives you the 856 from the Denzinger Schomancer. This is a much more common book. Okay. Denzinger Schomancer gives you the number where to find it. And again, they have two numbers because one is just a Denzinger system and one is a Denzinger. It's either 856, that's the old Denzinger book, or the Denzinger Schoenmetzer, which is 1613. So the paragraph is, you can find it. Anyone can find it with these references. It is always Canon 13 of the seventh session. There's the Latin. Now I want to give you the Latin because in here, you want to look at this word. It says, quem cumque, which means whomsoever. Now why is that important? It says, if any pastor whomsoever... Well, the Pope is called a pastor. So this includes the Pope. Even the Pope cannot do this. And that's why when Pius V said in his bull quo primum that this was binding forever. The Mass. The, the mass. mass. And that, not, but the people say, well, the Pope can't bind a further period. No, this is dogma. It's not, the, it's not, it's canon. not just a disciplinary yeah, thing. It's, not, it's dogma. That, that this is something that, and this, by the way, and I, I just like to, this book by Father Kramer, he actually concluded that from the Council of Florence, and he hadn't even read Session 7, Canon 13, and when he finished writing it, he realized that he had just done all the theological research 
for pointing out that the popes do not have the power to change the mass from the old mass to the new mass. And he, he added this in at the end of his book. But this was logically coming from all the dogmas coming from before, yes. all the teachings from before. And so if you think this is exaggerated, I challenge you, first read the book and then tell us where we're and wrong. You can get that from, from the apostolate. That's right. The, the suicide can... of altering the faith of the liturgy. You can call the 1-800 number. It's 1-800-263-8160. And uh, it's, it's, it's well worth well worth reading. So... There we have the book. So meanwhile, let's go back to the... So there's different... You've got different translations. Of course, this is... The church teaches the Jesuits in the 50s. The decrees and canons... Father Buckley trans- didn't like that translation. Uh, okay. <laughs> this Schroeder, this is Montan. And then you've got Denzinger, Denzinger, in, yes. Denzinger in English, okay? And translated by Roy de Ferrari. All of them basically are saying the same thing, but... If anyone shall say that the received and approved rites of the Catholic Church are customarily used in the solemn administration of sacraments, the received and approved rites includes, of course, the Mass. That's the received and approved rite par excellence. That may be received or admitted. So you can't disdain them, you can't omit them. Now, it's known that, and we have a prayer even during the Mass, asking God to forgive us for our oversight, omissions, and so forth. But they're not, occasionally, oh, I shouldn't have done that, or I shouldn't have said that, after I've done it. But it's not done... Deliberately, it's not done by disdaining or done deliberately. Still, there's some fault, and we ask God to forgive us those faults, even of you know, not being attentive enough. Without, so we can't disdain them or omit them without sin or at our pleasure, or they may be changed by any pastor, any pastor whatsoever, including the Pope, to other new ones. Once we have the Novus Order, what's it called? It's called in Latin the New Order. The New Order. This is the New Order. It is different from the Tridentine Mass. That it's not a development. It's, it's a brand a, new thing yeah. written by a committee who are, for the most part, liberals and moderates. And, and with the help of Protestants. Yeah, with the help of Protestants, yes. Yeah, with help of Protestants, seven so-called Protestant ministers. But my point being that the Pope doesn't have the power. And it's defined government. And it's right there. So the question is, what about these poor people, these poor priests, who think that they're when they're saying the new Mass, that they're being good Catholics, that they're being obedient? Well, they're wrong. So... But he's now asking me a moral question is, are they guilty? Well, they well most traditional Catholics don't know this. No. I mean, I won't say most, I can't say most. Well, but I many, was, many traditional Catholics do not know Even the full traditional weight. Catholic bishops don't know this. So there's not that many of them. But even they don't know it. But there it is. I must say, Father Kramer did the original research. He actually, but it's right there. It's for anyone to read. And, and, and of course, so the answer traditionally would be, you know, well, it's quo primum, and that was enough. But when they, when Paul VI appeared to get rid of quo primum, which he didn't, and as Paul Benedict XVI pointed out, the old mass was never forbidden. That's fine. The old mass could not be forbidden that's by law. Point. That's the point. Uh, that's, yes. And that's the point of this. It cannot be forbidden by law. Not only that, the new mass is forbidden by law, by divine law. That's what is the point of this. Now, maybe I'm going too far, and you know, maybe someone could correct me on that. But it's forbidden for to to change these mass. Into a new, a new and different mass. So it's, it's there. It is right there. It says, you know, or that they can be changed into other new rites by any pastor in the church. Any pastor, and the Latin says, qui quumque, whomsoever, meaning even the Pope. Well, if you can claim, if you claim they can be changed into new rites by any pastor, then it be anathema. How Paul Benedict gets around this by saying, oh well, it's really a, it's a development, but it's not a development. They themselves, Paul the Sixth said it. He said it in his speeches. The title of it says. Novus Ordo, new rite of Mass. It's not the same one. 
And by the way, it's never the old was not been forbidden, nor can it be forbidden, because we have the obligation. And again, it goes, it's all on the subject. And it was too bad Father Cameron couldn't develop this thing for you more. Maybe one day we'll have him. How we put him on camera and ask him to say that the that the new rite of mass is is different and prove that more than I'm not a liturgist. But secondly, that the old one could not be forbidden, even if a pope, legitimate pope got up tomorrow and said, we forbid this, he doesn't have the capacity. No. He doesn't have the power. It's defined by the church and no one. And that's what Quo Primo was not a... All the Quo Primo was basically doing was saying, the council has said, no one can can change this right. And what right are we talking... What is the received and approved right of the Mass? And he's saying, this missile is the received and approved right the of the old, Mass. The old this, Latin missile. The old Latin missile. This trinity, what is called trinitine, this is the received and approved right this is what the Council of Trent was, and I'm telling you that's what it is, and therefore no one, not even a Pope, can change it. And the, the Council itself, which he approved, which has been approved by other Popes since, has said the same thing. So uh, it's good for people to uh, to read Father Kramer's book and to learn more on this topic, because the idea today is that even after Benedict said no priest needs permission, there's still, I mean, I just talked to a priest in, when I was in Rome just uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he said, well, you know, you have to prove it. He, he doesn't have that. No. He doesn't have the right. It's to like s- asking for permission to say the Hail Mary almost. And if any pope or bishop thinks that they have to give permission to say Hail Mary, I'm sorry, they're, they're outside their jurisdiction. If they're outside their jurisdiction to even claim, to even to pretend to have the right to tell them not to say the Mass. But the second question, I'd like to answer this question this much as far as, so what about the faithful attending? If they know better, so what we have certainly, and this is something we have in a major way in the church today, is what is called common error. Now, common error is actually spoken about. Even in the old quote of canon law, common error is talking about. So there's certainly common error that the Noah's Order Mass is legitimate. There's certainly common error. No Mm -hmm. one, I mean, it's a fact that people think it's legitimate and it's widely believed. It's a common error. But being a common error doesn't legitimize it. It just makes it a common error. So if people have this common error, and some people go by, well, if everyone else is doing it, it must be okay. So people who are formed that way, both internally and then they're... So how much guilt they have in this common error, God knows. It's very hard to answer that question. For And I would, I would especially people going on the new mess, first of all, they wouldn't even know that this canon exists. Yeah. Secondly, if it, if it was read to them, a lot of times they just don't have the the formation in the background to, to, I, I, to understand. I've seen it. priests and bishops who don't get it. So I mean, so I, if that the lay people can't get it in in today's world, I can understand why they don't mm. get it. But that doesn't change the reality of what I'm saying. Yeah, the, uh, the objective reality of it all. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, that's all we have time for in this program, and uh, we will see you on the next episode. Thank you.